Alright, I'm in. Alright, nice. So, what did you think of the episode? I thought that it was very, very, very distinct on how how one has a fear of someone's past, like, one's past. Yeah, that was interesting. Like, I thought it was an interesting episode, like, all of them are, essentially, but it could have been better. Yeah. Like, so... the fight scene at the end, that was trash. It was literally one punch. Okay. Anyway, so in the beginning, Flash just stops a bunch of thieves, as usual. Yeah. Then it's while he's, like, on a movie night with Iris. So then he comes back and is like, hey, want to get in a fight to eat? I'm famished. And she's like, dude, you just had, like, a full a full course meal and popcorn. He's like, yeah, I'm still hungry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. So then you see the Darbinian crime family. Yeah. Who are basically a group of people that Kyle Nimbus worked worked with. And then they turned on him and testified against him so he would go to jail for life. That's good. That's what I like to hear. (laughs) It did, though. Because they died. They all died. But it was individual. Based on, like, who was the most important. It was, like, this guy at the front of the table died almost instantly. The other people died almost instantly. This guy had... The the glass was also bulletproof, and they locked the door from the inside. The other guy was able to get his gun and shoot three bullets into the window before he died. Yeah. Or, like, asphyxiated. And then Barry visits the crime scene because, you know, CSI. Yeah. And um, Joe's like, uh, Eddie, read Canvas, blah, 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 and then talk to Barry. And Barry's like, I think this gas had a mind of its own because metahumans. Uh-huh. Anyway, we then get a flashback from Caitlin Snow. Yeah, from the night of the particle accelerator explosion, when Wells, Wells, Eobardthon, is congratulating the team and is like, "Guys, I feel like I should say something profound, like one small step for man." But all I can think of is, "Thank you, guys. You all worked so hard." Uh. Um, this goes like, wait, shouldn't we hear a loud bang? And Ronnie says, if we heard a loud bang, we'd all be in trouble. Two seconds later, loud bang. Okay. So then Ronnie sacrifices himself. Turns into Hothead. Firestorm, yes. Yeah, later in the seasons. Or later in the show. Later in the season. And then season by the end of season one, he's dead. 
Anyway, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. But he sacrifices himself and tells Cisco to close the doors if he's not out in two minutes or something like that. So then, all right. what do you know? He's not out by two minutes. So Cisco has to close the doors, even though he doesn't want to. And Caitlin's like, Cisco, where's Ronnie? And he's like, Ronnie's inside. And she's like, what? No, get him out of there. And he's like, I can't. I don't know how to unlock again. Me. Uh, you locked it, so you should know how to unlock it, right? Yeah. So then they talk through like a walkie-talkie and it's all like mushy-mushy love story. Me. Why do we need to see this? I don't need to see more love story. I see enough of that. So, I have a question. Yeah? Is Joe... So, Joe is still trying to figure out um, Barry's dad and how he got arrested for killing, quote-unquote, his wife. Yes. Is that your question? Yeah. Okay, so, yes. He's still trying to figure out, like, what really happened that night. Okay. It's weird, but he does figure it out, and it was actually a Barthon dressed as Harrison Wells. Yeah. Basically, Joe never trusted Harry. And why is that? He just thought he was a little too suspicious. Too sketch. Anyway, so he never trusted Wells. And then when they all just like sort of met after Barry's accident, you know, he was like, I don't know how I feel about this guy. And turns out he was right. So then after. He visits Henry. Well, no, I'm that's I'm getting ahead of myself. So at the police station, Eddie and Iris are like, "Hey guys," um, like talking to like Barry and his dad, um, Joe, like his dad. Anyway, so they talk to each other, and um, Eddie's like. Joe, can I use the bathroom? And also, let's go re-canvas that scene. And Joe's like, sure, I'll start the car up. Anyway, they go back to the house, and Eddie's like, Iris, you have to tell him. You have to tell your dad that you like me. Because if you don't, this I'm going to re-canvas the scene. Because you didn't tell him. If you don't tell him soon, our relationship's going to be done, essentially. Yeah. Oh, well, I got through that, that, that. So then we see the first victim of, well, second victim of Kyle Nimbus, Judge Teresa Howard. She's in the mall and she's like talking to her daughter, saying, I'll be home for dinner. And what do you know? Gets killed by Nimbus. Right. Nimbus is like, You remember the last words she said to me in class? 
God have mercy on your soul. And then proceed to gas her. And kill her. The reasoning for her is because she was the judge over his trial and sentenced him to death by gas chamber. So when the particle accelerator exploded and he was in the gas chamber, he got that as his power. Flash gets there and is like, you're not going to, basically, he's like, why did you kill her? And he's like, you deserve to die. Now run home. I still have one more name to cross off my list. Don't make me add you to it. And then Flash, being as stubborn as he is, is like, no, I'm going to stay and fight you. Even though you're made of living gas. So then he tries to fight Nimbus, but Nimbus basically goes inside Barry with, like, gas. So then Barry rushes to Star Labs, and is like, and then Wells is like, Let's go get the crash car. Hurry. And then um, they, he gave us a living sample, blah, blah, blah. Caitlin, you have to extract it, blah, blah, blah. And then Cisco's like, it's probably, it's a small needle. You probably won't feel anything. It's like four inches. <laughs> and she, Caitlin's like, you're definitely going to feel it. Because she stabs it really hard into his chest. And she's like, if you didn't have speed healing, your lungs would have decayed and you would have died. You could have. And Barry's like, I didn't. Fine. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And then Barry goes with Caitlin to the, um, what's it called? Like where the particle accelerator exploded. Because she wants to sort of remember Ronnie. And she's like, no one will remember like what he's done for us. Like how he sacrificed himself so the blast could be contained. And Barry's like, we'll all remember him in one way or another. So then, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. So Nimbus's last person on the list is actually Joe West, who is visiting... Um, Henry Allen in Iron Heights. Nimbus yeah. is going after Joe because Joe was the leading officer who arrested him. So then Barry says, Eddie, uh, where's Joe? It's important. And he's like, uh, you went to see your dad in uh, Iron Heights. So then Barry rushes over there and, he, and Cisco's like, I could tell you how to break in. And Barry's like, don't bother. I've been breaking in since I was 11. Which I found kind of funny. And then... Oh, yeah. Alright, so then... Joe says to Nimbus, You're supposed to be dead. And Nimbus is like, Same to you. And gas is Joe. Before they went... To, before Barry went to Iron Heights, he got a cure from Caitlin. And whoever made it. Caitlin says going, Well... And he uses it on Joe. And then Wells says, gas is the least stable form of matter. Barry, just keep running. So then Nimbus exerts himself 
and then Barry just runs and punches him in the face and puts him in the in the uh like their makeshift prison for now which is the inside of where the particle accelerator was and that's the episode like I've said it was a decent episode but not not that great yeah I agree honestly why did we need this and honestly it is very unique how how um Barry going against the Nimbus actually I don't know how to explain it it's like one it's like it would be impossible in real life for someone to survive that kind of poison. Yeah. Two, it would be like it would be like someone going into a nuclear radiation thing. Yeah, sort of. But at the same time, he was struck by lightning. How many people survived that? Well, honestly, not many. And in the first episode, Wells brings up a good point. Where he's like, all these elements that explode when the particle accelerator exploded, they're all theoretical. And Wells is like, how theoretical are you? And Barry's like, "Eh, point taken. (laughs) Because think about it. And Joe even says, I thought the fastest man could run a mile in four minutes, not four seconds. And Perry's essentially saying, like, I'm so prideful, but at the same time, I will need help. You know? I'll need help to do what I do. My final question is, why... So, he knows that Supergirl and Green Arrow live, but... Why doesn't he join the Justice League with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, those people? Uh, how do I explain this? Yeah, completely different show, by the way, but he does. Justice League Unlimited. Mm. He joins the. He is part of the Justice League. But so. w- why isn't he? Jo- why doesn't he join? And like. Why aren't there, like, real episodes, like, real graphics, not cartoons? There is. There's, like, a two. Movie. Yeah, there are, like, two that I, I don't know the names of them, but he was in them. And I'm just saying, how, how would you really explain why Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, all of them are in Flash, a show that is literally called The Flash. Yeah. That's all I have to say. It's just like, why would he be doing stuff with the Justice League if he has his own entire show to do? True. In conclusion... We all know that Barry saves everyone, and, well, actually, not everyone is saved, 
but he and just saves people. people. Yep. So you want to do the next one tomorrow? Yeah. Let's see, what is the next one? Episode That's four. Right here. Oh, I mean, we could do it right now. Yeah, we got I already know this. All right. I already know this basically from memory. All right. So, Leonard Snart is the villain for this one. He is not a metahuman, but this episode is all about, like, doing, let's say this, like, checking all your surroundings before you go head on into things. Yeah. Barry doesn't do that, and it almost costs lives. Well, Leonard Snart is, like, a big-time crook. His dad used to be, his dad was also a big-time crook. And he's learned, like, all the times of, like, police and all the response times. And he's like, they should have at least 125 seconds before they get here. You know, in his Leonard Snart voice. And then he sees Barry Allen, and he's like, Flash. And he's like, what? You're not supposed to be here, essentially, in his mind. And then someone, part of his crew, shoots a cop and start berates him afterwards, saying, You lost your cool. We only shoot cops when it's only options. We don't need the heat. And they're like, Yeah, well, screw you, Snark. We're out. Snark takes a gun. Boom, boom. Well, if you're out, you're out. Well, now, question. Has Barry survived extreme cold? But... Okay, I haven't gotten to the part where they get the cold gun. Okay. But basically, I'll get to that right now. Cisco made a cold gun to stop Barry's super speed because they didn't know if he was good or bad. Sort of like how Batman keeps um, kryptonite in case Superman goes bad, you know? Okay. Anyway, so Cisco made that, and um, the janitor, the janitor took it and brought it to start, and it's like, ah, you're drawn right to this. Is can reach absolute zero, and he's and starts like, who else knows about this? He's like, just me and you, and then Snart takes it. Correction. Just me. And freezes the guy to death. So then Barry and them are just sort of like kind of chilling in a way, you know? And then when Snart comes in, when they learn about Snart, it's like They learn about him from CCPD because Barry flips through like all the records and is like, that's him. And then um, Joe's like, oh, Leonard Snart. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Backstory I already told you. Yeah. Anyway, so the main thing is just Leonard isn't full evil. Yeah. And he is in Legends of Tomorrow, and he's occasionally in Arrow. 
Yeah. So, going off that topic of Legends of Tomorrow, Snart. Speaking of Snart, how, like, I, you know that one episode with Ray and, like, they had to save him? Yeah. They're asking, where's Snart? He died yeah. saving someone. Question. Yes. He died how? How did he okay. die? So. And when? All right. So at the end of this is going to be really confusing, but he's not fully dead. They just had to like write him off the series for a bit because he was filming Prison Break at the same time. Anyway. So in season at the end of season one, Rory's like, Don't worry, guys, I'll sacrifice myself. You know, McRory heat wave got the heat gun. Yeah. Anyway, starts like, I'm sorry, old friend. Please forgive me. Knocks Nick out and kills basically kills himself, saving the others. Because they're in I don't know exactly how to put this, but it's like a of time paradox where there's no time at all. So, and in- well, going off that, um, sorry if I'm backtracking, but Barry Allen or Snart's dad was a yeah. cop, correct? Not a cop. Barry's dad was a, what was he? His dad was a doctor. His dad, Joe, is a police officer. But but what about Leonard's dad? What was he? He was a bank robber. Alright, so... Oh, I thought he was a cop. So, and then I... That's because played as a cop before. Then I also thought... Barry's dad was a cop, so they must have worked together. And now they're both in prison. One for bad reason, one for a good reason. Yeah. But Leonard's dad was like a big robber back in the day. And you learn this more in, let's see, I think it's season. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's season one. Blah, 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 blah. Where is it? Oh, not there. So, now... Uh, Alright, not season one. So now we're bringing in a special guest to help them solve this case. Uh, Felicity yes. Smoke. Yes. So now, as you see, she's also a scientist. And so, wasn't it, wasn't she also the one that, wait, so, wasn't Roy that created the suit that, like, the suit that he made? Or, how am I going to put this? Yeah, please rephrase that, because I don't get the question. Alright, so. Are you talking about Roy Harper? Yeah, no, not Roy Harper. Um, oh, Mick Rory. 
Yeah. Maybe he might be taken. What about the guy with the heat gun? Not the heat gun, but the. Okay. I'm not sure if I should call him the Adam, or. Oh, Ray Palmer. Yeah. So. So he created Ray actually made his own suit, but Felicity occasionally helped him. All right. He would spend countless nights awake. You learn that more in Arrow. Yeah. Because she says, either you're going to go to sleep, or I'm just going to take away this suit for a couple months, and you're not going to work on it. And you're actually going to get good, like, you're actually going to do something pretty productive. Anyway, so then Felicity and Oliver are just sort of like sciencey geeks, and they go on like a, essentially a double date night. Boring love story. Boring love story. And then the Team Flash have trust issues with um Cisco because you know he made the cold he made the cold gun that Snart uses and Snart used the cold gun to kill a man. Yeah. And Barry just hates Cisco for a while. And then before Felicity leaves. She says, it's a lonely path. Don't make it lonelier than it has to be. And she's like the fastest woman alive when it comes to hacking. True. And then Barry is, so he sees that Cisco's on a plane. Not plane, um, getting that confused with other seasons. Anyway, he's on a train and Barry goes in without looking at the surroundings at all. He's like, terrible place to go if you wanted to go out of the city fast. And he's like, who said I wanted who said I wanted to get out of the city? Uses the cold gun, breaks the floor and like ceiling, something like that. Yeah. And then Barry gets all the people out, but then Snart ambushes him and almost gives him like third degree frostbite because cold gun absolute zero. And then um, Cisco comes in even though like they're having trust issues Felicity says the point is you don't leave any one of your teammates alone to fight the point is you have your team your partner's back no matter what and then yeah that's essentially like that episode because it wasn't really all that important it brought in Captain Cold. It taught you to case every inch of what you're doing. Yeah. And be smart about what you're doing. And always, like, always have your partner's back. Even if it means possibly sacrificing yourself. So, that was the episode. That was the abridged version of the episode. Yeah. Any questions? You have any questions? Um, no, no questions so far. All right. So we can do another two tomorrow. Yeah. All right.
Let's see. The next two are... Five okay, minutes. that one is incredibly boring. Which one? Plastique. All right. So, let's just skip that one because it's not really needed besides general aisling. I can just go with a quick overview right now. Yeah. Plastique is a person who can touch things and they explode. So, they... Because of shrapnel when she was in the military and got caught in her and the particle accelerator exploded. Anyway, she becomes good and then General Eiling is out to find her because he wants to use her powers to kill people, essentially. And then they figure that out and Plastique goes to surrender to Eiling. Eiling, she tries to fight against Eiling. Eiling shoots her, buries, like, devastated and almost beats um, Eiling to a pulp. But then someone else goes in and saves him, and it's the man in yellow, and he takes him to Grot. Mm. You'll learn why that's important later. Okay. See? That was like a, that was like two-minute review of like a 40-minute episode. Very nice. All right. So, we'll do more tomorrow, okay? Yep, I have season six, I mean, episode six already written down in note form. All right, name the time. Let's see. It is 9.30 now. I'm usually done by, like, one. What about, like, four or five? Okay, sounds good. All right. All right. See ya. See ya.